A lot of things to get to. A lot of things. Uh, besides the uh, VP debate, we have uh, Bill Clinton. We have the great Bill Clinton out on the campaign trail telling all of us what, uh, well, what, what we've known. And here's another uh, Pepe and Aleppo moment for me. You know, I was... A liberal. Yes, I was. I was uh, a liberal many, many, uh, many years ago. I had the disease. It's kind of like being an alcoholic or being a junkie. It, it, it's it's hard to kick. It is. It's it's hard to kick. But once you kick it, you never look back, and you constantly. Say, how the hell was I addicted to that? How the hell was I an addict? How the hell was this? And that's what it's like being a liberal. So, when I was a liberal, I was completely for Obamacare. I had no idea what it was about. But I was for it because I was a liberal. And when I heard people say, oh, you're not going to be able to pick your doctor, your your uh, premiums are going to go through the roof, all of these, I said, no, that's just Republican talking points. That's just, oh, that, blah, blah, blah. I towed the liberal line. I towed the liberal line. Now, at the time, I had insurance uh, through a company. So I didn't give it much thought. I had insurance through a friend of mine. And I didn't really give the whole Obamacare much thought. I just said, yeah, it's great. You're going to insure all these people. The liberal talking points because I was a liberal. I was a liberal. Actually, I was probably more a tweener because I had conservative positions on immigration. But... If I had to choose, I was a liberal. I was one of the people that voted for Obama in 08. So, I didn't give the whole Obamacare much thought. I had insurance through somebody that I worked for. I towed the liberal talking points. And it wasn't until my girlfriend got pregnant, I left the company that I worked for, and I said, I got to get insurance. I've been away from the company for a couple years. I'm getting a little bit old now. I'm going to have to get that jelly finger soon. I'm going to have to start getting those checkups that affect older people. 
Not in my 30s anymore. And when the girlfriend said, hey, guess what? I'm pregnant. I went, oh, man. You're going to need insurance. You just turned 27. You're not on your parents' plan anymore. And you're pregnant. Okay. Let me get some insurance. So, I call Blue Cross Blue Shield of California. The guy gets on the phone. And I said, hey, what's up, bro? I said, listen, I... uh, I spent about an hour here uh, picking out a plan. I got the uh, the platinum plan. It's about two thirty a month. Um, it's got a you know four thousand dollar deductible. It covers breast pumps. You know all the, <laughs> all the bells and whistles. Then one would need. I said, but I can't seem to pay for it. I go, I got my debit card out, and it's just not working for me. Do you not take uh, debit cards? And Blue Cross of Blue Shield, California said, oh, you, you, you can't buy it now. I said, what do you mean you can't buy it now? And he goes, it's not open enrollment. I said, oh, bro, 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 no, 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 no. listen, I, I, I don't want Obamacare. I, I, I go, you know... We make too much money. We're we're not going to qualify for Obamacare. I go. I just got. I got to buy this insurance. He goes. Yeah. Okay. But you can't do it until open enrollment. I said. Oh, here we go again. I said, bro. I don't want Obamacare. I I I make too much money now. I I I I could have qualified for it a couple years ago. And then I go through the whole story. You know, I, I worked for somebody, and then uh, I didn't work for him anymore, but I didn't bother to get insurance because I was still young. I wasn't worried about things. I got a kid coming, blah, 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 blah. And he said, okay, it's a nice story, sir, but you still can't buy insurance until open enrollment. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, what do you mean? I go, when I had insurance, you could buy insurance anytime you wanted. Didn't matter. Said you went to Blue Cross or you went to Anthem. You went to wherever it is. And you said, hey, I need some insurance. And they said, okay, that will be 200 a month, 300 a month, 400 a month. Give us money. And you got insurance. They said, he goes, well, that was then. I go, what do you mean that was then? He goes, because of the Affordable Care Act, you no longer can buy insurance whenever you want. I said, what do you mean? Think about it. This is what I do. I, I talk on the radio about politics. And here I am not knowing the Affordable Care Act. Here I am, somebody that was a liberal... For many, many years. And I towed the liberal line of Obamacare. And here I am trying to get insurance. 
and I'm running in to issues that crazy Sarah Palin said would happen. Mitch McConnell. John McCain. The list goes on and on and on and on and on and on. So here's this Blue Cross Blue Shield guy explaining to me that because the Affordable Care Act basically hijacked all the insurance companies, everybody now, even if you want to buy insurance, has to wait until there's open enrollment. And then he went through this whole process with me. I said, this is effed up, man. I said, this is effed up. And after we go through this thing, back and forth, he actually says to me, welcome to Obamacare. I said, wow. Here's a guy working at Blue Cross of Blue Shield shooting on Obamacare. So I get off the phone and I go in and I tell my girl, I said, well, you can't get insurance now. She goes, what do you mean? I go, we got to wait until open enrollment. She goes, yeah, but did you tell them we don't want Obamacare? <laughs> so I have to go through the whole thing with her. They explain. Which I do as she's a month pregnant. So right now, my girl is five months pregnant. And we have no health care for her. We have to wait until next month in order to get health care. Even though, even though we have thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to buy whatever plan that is necessary. We can't do it. Because Obamacare does not let you purchase insurance. Unless it's in between the times that they say open enrollment Is now open. Isn't that a bitch? Don't mean to swear, but isn't that a bitch? So you have money. You have money and you can't buy insurance. So my girl has no insurance. So let's just say. Something happens to her right now. Let's just say something happens to her right now, and I got to rush her to the hospital. She's got uh, a, a, a five-month-old fetus inside. Let's just say the, the worst. Let's just say the worst. She goes into labor and has a two-pound preemie that has to live. In an incubator 
for the next four months. You know what the bill? You know what the bill would be? Not five grand, not ten grand, not twenty grand. Talking six figures. If my girl went into labor now and the hospital had to take care of a preemie for the next four months, if the child survived, they would hand me a bill for six figures. And you know what I would do with that bill? You know what I would do? I would rip it up and use it as toilet paper. That's what I would do with that bill. I would rip it up and use it as toilet paper. I would say I wanted to buy insurance three months ago. I had my debit card. I had my hundreds and hundreds of dollars ready to buy. But because of Obamacare, I wasn't allowed to. And now, four months later, I had something horrific happen to me. I had to go to a hospital. Hospital had to take care of my loved one. And then they handed me a bill for a hundred thousand dollars that I'm not going to pay. So now the hospital eats that hundred grand. This isn't some conservative story. This isn't some right wing conspiracy story. This is legit. This is real. This is from somebody who's been going through it for the last four months. I cross my fingers every time we go to the doctor, which I have to pay out of my pocket. We go to her OBGYN. It costs me $250 every time we go so that they can put that thing on her stomach and go, looks good. Baby's heart beats good. Thank you for your 250. Good day. I had to go get the big ultrasound where they measure the bones, they make sure the heart's there, make sure he's got doesn't have lobster hands. Cost me 890. Out of pocket. $890. All because of Obamacare. All because of Obamacare. And then one of my good friends, while this is going on, I'm talking to him and I'm telling him what I'm going through. He goes, how did you just discover this? I said, I just discovered it just like I just discovered Pepe. Okay? Just like I just discovered Pepe and Aleppo. (laughs) Aleppo. I go, I just, he goes, dude, I had Aetna. 
He goes, I had Aetna. They sent me a letter and said, uh, you're going to have to find new insurance. I said, are you serious? He goes, yeah. I go, man. I go, don't you feel stupid for being a liberal? Seriously, don't you feel stupid? Don't you feel dumb? We towed the liberal water for all these years. And we told other conservatives that they were dumb. We told other conservatives they were stupid because Obamacare is the greatest thing. Obamacare is not going to do the things that you say it's going to do. And here we are. You lost your Aetna insurance. And I can't get insurance even though I want to pay for the insurance. And my girlfriend's five months pregnant. And if something happens... I'm uh, screwed. And he goes, yeah, feel pretty stupid. I go, it's amazing. I go, it's amazing. I go, it's amazing what controlling the media will do for a president and a party. And I've said it on this program for the last year and a half. I've said it on this program pre-Donald Trump. You control the media. You control the message. You control the country. You want to talk about being a Nazi? You want to talk about being a communist? You want to talk about Stalin. You want to talk about dictatorship. When one party controls the media, you essentially have a communist regime. Because if you look at Russia... Or you look at these other countries, they always have that one opposition. Sure, Putin eventually kills them. But all these places have one little opposition. Ah, one little. So we were all duped by the media into believing somehow Obamacare was going to be the cure for everyone. And it really makes no sense because here's the thing. If you're poor and you can't get insurance every state has some type of Medicare program in California you have Medi-Cal so if you don't qualify for Obamacare listen I got a friend I got a friend 
I got a lot of friends. Well, I actually, I don't really have a lot of friends. <laughs> Other people got more friends than me. But I got like a handful of friends. I got a handful of deplorables, all right? I got a handful of deplorables. I got a friend who didn't have insurance, okay? And he went and applied for Obamacare. And they asked what he made. And, you know, he he fills out all the paperwork. And he does some other things that aren't necessarily um, paycheck, uh, I guess you could say. (laughs) You know, listen, we're in California. Uh, uh, A lot of people out in California um, participate in the um, agriculture Business, I, I guess you could call it that. I'm not saying I hang out with people that do that. I don't. I just know a few of these deplorables. So he doesn't have a paycheck per se. He doesn't get a check every month where taxes are taken out. From a payroll system. It's sporadic work. And sometimes that work. Is in the form of cash. So he filled out his Obamacare slip. And about a month later. The Obamacare people said. Hey bro. You don't qualify. For Obamacare. You make so little of money, you qualify for Medi-Cal. So here's your Medi-Cal information and wait by the mailbox. We'll be sending you your Medi-Cal card. So I have a friend who got Medi-Cal because he didn't even qualify to make enough money to get Obamacare. Now, I know some of you are going to say, well, Rob, that's kind of a lie because he gets paid under the table. Regardless, regardless, he's in the agriculture business. Regardless, the point is there's already a system in place. There's already a system in place. There's been A system in place. Every state has a system. Medi-Cal. Or Meta-New York. Or Meta-Florida. Whatever the hell they call it in those states. If you don't have enough money to get insurance. You get coverage... By the state. And if you don't have coverage by the state. And you get sick. You go to the hospital. You go to county. You go to the local hospital. That is in your area. Yes. You're not going to go to USC Medical Center. Yes. You're not going to go to Cedar sinai
So what Obama did was unnecessary. What Obama did was line the pockets of lobbyists and different insurance companies. I mean, it was a scam. It was a complete scam. It was kind of like when you buy a car and the car costs 20 grand or 30 grand and you're like, oh, wow, this is great. This is awesome. And then they try to upsell you a whole bunch of stuff that you don't need. Or you buy a TV at Best Buy for $300. And they try to upsell you a bunch of stuff that winds up costing more than the damn TV. That's all Obamacare was. That's it. That's all Obamacare was. And like I've said before, the media pushed it. Listen, you want to know what Obama said? Now, of course, you know, no, nobody's really hitting on this. But it's kind of like a, a subliminal, this is how you do it. You got to control the media. When Obama gave an interview with the New York Magazine, and he talked about, you know, his legacy, or, you know, of course, Obamacare, and blah, blah, blah. There was this one passage that really stood out. And Obama said, for Democrats, it's important for us to understand that whether or not we are able to achieve certain policy objectives is going to be primarily dependent on how many votes we get in each chamber and, more importantly, our ability to move public opinion. And it is not these days going to be as a dependent on classic deal-making between Democrats and Republicans. So what he's saying is, you have to get public opinion on your side in order to move legislation. How do you get public opinion? You control the media. You're not going to get public opinion. You're not going to get millions and millions and millions of people to move on an issue by doing town halls at the local library. You move public opinion by having hack t- 
Happer. Tell millions of people what the president wants told. Dana Bash, Poppy Harlow, the New York Times, the Washington Post, BuzzFeed, Daily Beast, LA Times, George Stephanopoulos, You move public opinion by these people telling the public what the president wants. And that's how we got Obamacare. That's how we got Obamacare. And here we are, seven and a half years later. Obamacare is a disaster. You know, when you hear people say, oh, millions of people have insurance. Well, those millions of people would have had insurance regardless. They live in California. It's Medi-Cal. They live in California. It's Medi-Cal. And all the other states have the exact same program. All the other states have the exact same program. And of course this is a big work. It was a big fugazi. Because here we are, seven and a half years, almost eight years. And the plan is unraveling before our very eyes. Rates are going through the roof before our very eyes. There were provisions that let insurance companies Pull out after a certain amount of time. All of this is happening. Like I've said before on a different time, I don't know, two, three months ago. Ultimately, Obamacare is the assault weapons ban of the 90s. A 10-year ban that would last through Bill Clinton's eight years and two years uh, past that. However long it went. Actually, I think it was, uh, oh God, what, the first three years of Bush? But it wasn't real. The assault weapons ban went into effect. Everybody uh, on the left stroked each other. Everybody on the right somewhat stroked each other because they were able to stiffen penalties for different crimes. There was compromise. But ultimately, both sides... We're able to tell the lobbyists who would be uh, upset the most that 
it would be done in 10 years. And that's what happened with Obamacare. It was basically, listen, once I'm out of the White House, I don't care what you guys do. Just keep it while I'm president. And everybody went, okay, why do you think it's unraveling now? Why do you think it's unraveling? And the coup de gras, the coup de gras of this whole conversation was Bill Clinton saying today that Obamacare is the craziest thing in the world. He said, you've got this crazy system where all of a sudden 25 million more people have health care. And then the people who are out there busting it, sometimes 60 hours a week, wind up with their premiums doubled and their coverage cut in half. It's the craziest thing in the world. (laughs) There's the living legend. Of the Democrat Party. Remember, this is the guy that can do no wrong. No matter what he does. Has a little sex here. Assaults a woman there. Sexually harasses over there. And Democrats line up to defend him. Well, that's his per- that was personal. That, uh, hey, every marriage has... Problems. Listen, he was the president of the United States, stupid. It's one thing to be in a marriage. You're a construction worker. She's a nurse. One of you cheat. Every marriage has a problem. But when you're the president of the United States, there's just something about having sex with interns that's a little different than stepping out on your partner who happens to just be a blue-collar worker. There's something about being the governor of a state and having a worker come up to a hotel room and you pull out your junk and say, kiss it a little. It's just something that's fundamentally different when you're talking about infidelity in marriages. Just something different about being... The President of the United States or being a governor. Just just something different. So here's the only man in the liberal world that not only gets a pass but gets praised for sexually harassing women. Saying... I quote, you got this crazy system where all of a sudden 25 million more people have health care. And then the people who are out there busting it, sometimes 60 hours a week, wind up with the premiums doubled and their coverage cut in half. (laughs) It's the craziest thing in the world. the craziest thing in the world 
I, I guess that's not Sarah Palin. And then he continued to say, this doesn't make sense and it doesn't work here. That's Bill Clinton in Michigan. Is that a Republican talking? Is that a Republican talking? No. It's Bill Clinton. The great Bill Clinton. The living legend on the left. The living legend on the left saying... I quote once again. So you got this crazy system where all of a sudden 25 million more people have health care and then the people who are out there busting it sometimes 60 hours a week wind up with the premiums doubled and their coverage cut in half. It's the craziest thing in the world. It's the craziest thing in the world. It doesn't make sense. And it just doesn't work here. I mean, there you go. There you go. There's Bill Clinton saying... That Obamacare is a failure. Obamacare is a failure. Now, if you say, well, he he misspoke. He's going to clean that up. Misspoke. Clean it up then what you're saying is he's pandering to people in Michigan. He's doing the typical Clinton. So if he didn't mean it, then what is it that he meant? Because what he said is absolutely true. People's premiums are doubling. That's a fact. People are losing their health care coverage. That's a fact. People can't get coverage when they want. That's a fact. These are all facts. These are all facts.
These are all facts. Obamacare is a failure. It's been a failure. It will continue to be a failure. You have to think and take in account all the people that live in this country. You have to take account of all the people that are part of this great nation. And what Obamacare did was punish tens of millions of people. Tens of millions of people for nothing. Because at the end of the day, the 20 or 25 million people that have coverage now could have gotten that coverage regardless. They could have gotten that coverage regardless. And that is a fact. That is a fact. And when you hear people say competition, it's about competition. It's about opening up competition. And liberals scoff at that. And then, of course, the media controls the narrative. So, in turn, the American people scoff at that. But think about it for a minute. You could go into Walmart and buy a 70-inch television... For $1,200. You can go into Target. And buy a 70 inch television. For $1,400. You could bear socks. For a buck. Hell you could buy a 10 pack. For five ninety five. You can go to grocery stores of your choice. Rather it's Ralph's, rather it's Vaughn's, rather it's Wegmans, rather it's Pavilions. You can go on eBay. And you can buy uh, products from 25 different people in 25 different states. And everybody has... Uh, different pricing. Our entire lives are based around having a choice. Competition. People competing to give you a service cheaper and better Than other individuals. So. 
if it works for cars, if it works for clothes, if it works uh, for plane tickets, if it works for food, if it works for car wash, you name it, dog groomers, pet stores. Why the hell would it not work for health insurance? Of course it will work for health insurance. You just are told it won't work for health insurance. Because liberals control the media. But when you hear... That competition, as it pertains to health care, won't work. Just remember, that concept defies logic and it defies reality. Because competition affects prices in every other aspect of our daily lives.